Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Investor Lab. My name's Goose. My name's Gabby. And today we did something a little different. We did. Gabby, what did we um what did we do today and why is this going to be beneficial to people? We went deep into this concept of discipline, which is something that you are very skilled at. So I wanted to take this time to really pull out of your head and share with the world. Um, your thoughts and how you how you practice it and how you really ensure that it's a consistent value in your life and the way you do business and the way you invest. Yeah, totally. And I think the just to make this hyper relevant for you if you're listening and you might think, why why would I want to listen to something about discipline? Mm. Discipline, realistically, and I, and I go into this a lot. Discipline is the key to getting whatever you want in life. Mm-hmm. So it is the key to achieving success in real estate. It is the key to su- achieving success in business, and you know the the your levels of discipline will dictate uh, that your levels of success in, and failure in any area of your life. And we talk a lot about that, and we talk about how it can apply specifically to real estate. Mm-hmm. We talk about how it can apply to health. We talk about how it can even help you beat addiction and all kinds of other stuff. There's a lot of ground to be covered. It does go pretty eso- pretty esoteric at points. We go very high level, um, you know. We but then we also bring it right down, and we go back down to the tactical. Mm-hmm. Now, it is um, it is an episode that is based on uh, essentially around psychology and behavioral analytics. So, this is not an episode where we're going to be digging into the numbers of a renovation or how to do a subdivision. This is not what this is about. This is about helping you to think better and make better decisions, and this is about helping you to stay the course and achieve a greater outcome. Now, in times like these, when there's so much media noise and negativity and there's so much pressure around us, social pressure, emotional pressure, financial pressure, all kinds of other stuff, discipline is going to be the thing that will allow you to surf the waves and move with the flow and achieve the outcome you want. It'll be either your saviour or it'll be your um, captor. Now, so, you know, and, and just to kind of give you a little teaser on that, there's a framework that I've got that, that Michael Jordan was much better at discipline than he was ever at basketball. And I believe that you possess the power and the capabilities and the abilities to achieve the highest levels of success in your, whatever that means to you, whatever that means to you. You don't need to become Michael Jordan. The highest levels of success to you may be very, very different, but you can have anything you want in life if you can learn to practice discipline. So I hope that you get a lot out of this episode. Yeah. If you listen through to the end, actually, we've got, um, we go through a framework of how to, how to cultivate discipline and really, really up your levels of discipline. If you feel like you might be lacking discipline at the moment, we'll go through a real framework. Yeah, exactly. And it's a little bit of a contrarian topic for, um, for, I guess, the way a lot of people listen to real estate podcasts and stuff like that. But I do believe that this is going to be really impactful. Um, I, and I think that more than anything, if we can encourage people to take this on, I think it's going to transform people's journey. Now, you kind of touched on it at the end, Gabby. Uh, this, a lot of this stuff has been touched on in my book, Limitless, The Renegade's Guide to Building Wealth Through Property. So if you haven't got a copy of that yet and you're listening to this, head to renegadespropertybook.com. And of course, if you want to find out the many ways that we can help you, support you and guide you in your own journey, just head to theinvestorlab.com.au. And if you want to take it a little step further, you can even join the community. 
theinvestorlab.com.au forward slash join the community. We've got trainings in there. In fact, we've got an upcoming training about the millionaire mindset uh, and how to implement discipline and set your goals better and all of that kind of stuff. So super impactful stuff and you're going to be able to translate this into real world action when you join us inside that community. Look forward to seeing you on the inside. Hey guys, it's Goose. Just one final thing before we get started on this episode. You see, we nearly didn't release this episode and I'll tell you why. We spoke about a lot of really powerful stuff in the episode and uh, I'm confident there's a lot of gold in there that you're going to be able to pluck out and apply in your life. The reason we nearly didn't release it is because we kind of skimmed over a really important part and it's a very impactful part and I just couldn't let this episode go out without addressing it. You see, in the episode, we talk a lot about discipline and, and, and how your actions and your thoughts control your outcomes and it's, it's all about you. But let's be honest, um, we all sometimes face situations where we are not in control and we are on the receiving end of stuff that we did not want, did not plan, and did not need. There could be anything from an accident to abuse to... You know, I mean, just look at what's going on in the world at the moment, everything from climate change to social unrest. And I just want you to know that nothing that we talk about in this episode is designed to um, belittle, demean, or very least of all, blame you for those um, situations that you may have experienced. And we've all experienced them to different degrees in our lives. So the reason that we decided to actually go ahead and put this episode out is because there is a lot of gold in there. And I think that if you can understand our intention was to deliver this with love and care and empathy and compassion, that you'll get a lot out of it too. So thanks for being a part of our journey and for allowing us to be a part of yours. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Investor Lab. My name's Goose. My name's Gabby. And how are you today, Gabby? Oh, I'm good. How are you going? I am very good, thanks. Very good. Been having a an extremely productive and um, uh, impactful week. Mm. Say. So that's fresh. great to hear. We're recording this on a Saturday morning. You know, the, the world is quiet. It's been it out is. for a run. So, Gabby, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, this is kind of a topic that. I really want to expose our community to and kind of pick apart your brain a little bit because I think what a lot of people don't realize because we're, you know, we're in the internet, right? People know us through the internet and through Zoom calls and through podcasts and whatnot. Not many people actually spend time with us, right? Yeah. So a lot of people might not realize how disciplined you are and, and, you know, we get a lot of questions about how do we how do we get so much done? We seem to be doing a lot of things. And really, I think at the core of it, it comes down to mainly your level of discipline. Mm. And I think it's a skill that a lot of people don't really acknowledge and don't give the time to cultivate and practice just because I think there's a lot of misconception and I think people might hear discipline and they think it's a negative or think it's some kind of self-punishment and they want to avoid it and they think of it in a really negative way. But I think I just wanted to, like you're one of the most disciplined people I've ever met in my life and I, my discipline skills are developing rapidly from osmosis. 
from osmosis from living with you and practicing and we have conversations about it and we you know we talk about time management a lot we talk about energy management a lot we talk about what are we trying to achieve and like committing to the outcomes that we want um so i think i just wanted to open this up to to kind of share share a bit of insight with our community sounds good so i think um i think you touched on a really interesting thing there that's uh, discipline can often be seen as a um, a negative thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that's largely because that's what we get told happens to us when we do something wrong. Mm. Right? It's like a punishment. Exactly. So um, I don't think of it like that, though. I don't think of it like that. Before we get, I've got a very lot of very strong opinions on um, on discipline, and in fact, let me just state it really clearly. You are responsible because discipline goes in line with responsibility, right? Mm. It also goes in line with uh, focus, uh, purpose, and all a whole bunch of other stuff. We'll get into that in a second. But you're you're responsible for exactly who and what you are in life. Mm-hmm. Everything that you have right now is a result of your discipline, and everything that you ever have in your life will be a result of your discipline. Every single thing that you have and that you are is a result of your discipline and everything that you will ever become is a result of your discipline. I think it's very controversial. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> it might be controversial, but it's also very true. Mm. Now, we could talk about discipline as a, a psychological mode and a, a methodology for success. I believe that discipline is the single key to achieving anything anything including failure because failure is achieved failure doesn't accidentally happen Mm -hmm. it takes just as much effort to fail as it does to does to succeed Mm -hmm. everything you do is based on your your level of discipline now i mean well let's switch it around name one single person who has ever achieved any level of success any level of success without discipline can you can you name anyone No. no no Conversely or inversely, name any person who has failed, underperformed, under-succeeded, um, has lived a life uh, that's lacked fulfillment or whatever. Name one person who has done or who, 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 who that's a result of their lack of discipline. I think you'll probably find it's basically every single one of them mm-hmm. in both cases. Mm. But I, I don't think you can draw a distinction where in either one of those scenarios, the result of what, where they are at is not a result of their discipline. Now, I am not trying to discredit environmental, um, socioeconomic, um, psychological, you know, uh, psychological impairments, impediments, changes, differentiations, physical um, challenges. I am not trying to discredit that, but I can tell you that there is not a single person that is listening to this that is genuinely trying to do something that is completely new to the universe. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it, 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 and let me, let me reframe that a little bit. If you are genuinely doing something right now with your life that has never, ever, 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 ever been done before or is not the synthesis of two existing ideas, uh, then I would really like to meet you. And I will volunteer one year of my service to you personally in any way that you see fit. Because it's just not going to happen, right? It's just not going to happen. So anyone can sit there and say, oh, but, you know, maybe I was born without legs. 
there are people with, that were born without limbs who have climbed to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, right? I, I don't believe that you are doing anything that hasn't been done before and I don't believe that anything you want to achieve is going to be done without, uh, is going to be done without a high level of discipline. Mm. So how, how much then do you think environment and upbringing has, like, has it plays a role in someone's discipline levels? Do you think it has any any? Of course it does. Impact? Yeah, of course it does. So but you're, but you're more of the idea that it's a practice. Well, it's a practice in, in any way you frame it, right? Mm-hmm. You can either be born into a family that, um, that uh, has the value, because discipline is a value. Right. Right? Discipline is not something that happens to you when you do something bad. Discipline is a value. Now, in the case of when we're, when we're young or, in fact, if you do something that um, contravenes social constructs, you may uh, be on the receiving end of disciplinary action. Now, that disciplinary action is an activity or an input designed to help you course correct. Mm-hmm. But the discipline is not the punishment. The punishment is the act of causing you to course correct. So, for example, uh, you know, if you got whipped, you know, that might be that might be the punishment. Okay, we're going to discipline you, and the punishment is we're going to whip you, mm-hmm. right? But the discipline is actually about helping you to course correct. Now, you may grow up in a family which, um, you know, has values discipline. And, you know, there's people who grow up in military families and they have high levels of discipline and stuff. And that can, in some ways, be very um, uh, disruptive uh, and destructive if it's not managed correctly. Okay. Nonetheless, yes, it can be imparted on people. Those values can be instilled in people at an early age or they need to be worked on at a late age. Now, discipline is a value and it's a skill and it's a whole bunch of other things. It is not something you're born with. It's mm-hmm. something that you must learn, earn, and work on. It is not so, – it's like a muscle, right? So just in the same way that, you know, there are some families who value fitness. And, in fact, I remember years ago, I remember reading about um, this, uh, like, like five-year-old kid or something. He was, like, bodybuilding and he was building up all these muscles and he looked like a full bodybuilder. He was, like, five or something. <laughs> you might get one. Now, that is a case of – those values being put on that show. Also discipline, right? That's a result of discipline, right? So all of these things can be, can be kind of instilled into people when they're younger. And so some people may have, may have grown up in a household that didn't value discipline. Hmm. And that's just the fact. And so maybe your exposure to discipline has been very minimal, but I, can, I, I stand by my statement that discipline is the exact, like your levels of discipline are the exact reason that you have exactly what you have right now, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not waiting whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It is, the, it is the dictator of what has got you to where you are and it is the dictator of what will get you to where you want to go. That is it. It's actually so interesting thinking about it as a value. I've never really thought about it as a value because you hear the way that I talk about it. I talk about it as a skill and a practice and like something that you have to find willpower to to try and implement and, you know, there's that try, that try um, psychology of like I'm trying to be more disciplined, I'm trying to practice, I'm trying to do that. But you're right, it's, it's, it's a value and it's, it can be cultivated and it can be practiced. But in the same way that you said about like there are certain families that value health, that means you practice things that make you healthy, right? So in the same way that a family that values 
discipline they practice other activities that because they value discipline i would actually go take a little step up and say discipline may very well be the highest value right because Mm -hmm. if you talk about any other value let's talk about honesty Mm -hmm. all right i value honesty i value being an honest person how many times in your life if you're an honest person and that is one of your values how many times in your life do you have to make a decision about how you're going to respond to something and then go i am going to choose to act in an honest way and not a dishonest way mm. that requires discipline. Interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Because it's, fra- it's almost like a fractalized value. Now, mm. the same thing goes for integrity, right? Like discipline is, discipline is the root. It's the source. Mm. Without discipline, you have nothing. Mm. Without discipline, you might say, I really value honesty, but <laughs> I just sort of do it sometimes. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the connecting value. It's like you can say that I'm, I value honesty, but then if you don't act in an honest way, then it's because you haven't had the discipline to actually follow through on that Correct. value. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Mm. So here's, and I know that people listening to this podcast are going to want to know how this relates to investing. And I promise, <laughs> I promise that we're going to get there as well. All right, but let me put this to you. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was better at discipline than he was at basketball. Yep. Warren Buffett is better at discipline than he is at picking stocks. Bill Gates is better at discipline than he ever has been at business or computers. Steve Jobs is better, well, was better at, at discipline than he was at innovation. Because anyone can have a million ideas. Like I have a million ideas every day. You have a million ideas. And I can guarantee someone listening to this is going to have had a million ideas and they might all be brilliant. And you know what changes that from having like a whole bunch of ideas to having a really good one and becoming a billionaire? Discipline, discipline, discipline. Mm-hmm. Pick one, pick one, just pick one. I can, I can almost guarantee you that the pathway to your success is not by trying to find a better idea. It's just about doing one of them. Just do one of them. Mm-hmm. Just pick one. Just pick one and have the discipline to stick with it. Like that's all it takes. Now, I say that very, uh, I, say that like, <laughs> I say that like I'm some master of it. I am not. I am not. I am absolutely not. There are so many areas in my life that I don't have discipline. And there are so many stories in my past where I haven't had discipline. But I can also take ownership of the fact that my levels of discipline in, that, in those decisions have dictated the results that I've gotten, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm. And that's just the reality of it. And until you can uh, take responsibility for yourself and responsibility for your outcomes, you're never really going to achieve anything you want. So, mm. you know, it's impossible to be disciplined in every area, every area of your life. It really is. Some people aren't disciplined in their finances. Um, some people aren't disciplined in uh, their thinking, right? Because as I say, it is so easy to have a million ideas. And this is actually the thing that, that stuffs up most people. Most people. Mm-hmm. Is they're constant, they're, they're, they lack the discipline to see things through. For example, with real estate, they might be like, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a house. Oh, what? it's not doing what it should do fast enough. Maybe I'm going to flip it. Maybe should I, should I sell? Should I do? Now, discipline is a value investor's best friend. Discipline will be the thing that will allow you to uh, stay the course when things get tough. Discipline is what is going to allow you to make sure you're making good financial judgment on, the, on an investment property and not an emotional decision, right? Discipline, we all, know that, we all know the value of compounding. 
discipline, it could, hang on, let me just phrase it, just, just take a step back. We all know the value of compounding, right? It's, yes. it's the most, it's the single biggest um, generator of wealth in any asset class um, that you can invest in, compounding. So how can you, how can you make it better? How can you increase your opportunity? How can you increase the effect of compounding? Discipline. Realistically, it requires a lot of discipline to do nothing to change the trajectory of a compounding asset. Now, cool. Sometimes it requires discipline to know when to cut fat and cut out the bad rot and do all of that kind of stuff. You may need to take chopping to take, take the knife to certain aspects of your portfolio, no matter what asset class, right? But it's discipline. Warren Buffett didn't get uh, didn't get to where he is now, tens of billions of dollars by chopping and changing strategies and getting off halfway. And no, it's discipline. It was the discipline to sit there and go, cool. I got it. I've thought about it. I've, I've practiced discipline at the start of the decision and I'm practicing discipline all the way through the decision. And that is how it's, that is how he's got to where he is. I, 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 I challenge anyone to, to, to correct me on that. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I, I, I remember one of the, one of the very first things I remember hearing from Gary Vaynerchuk, yep. you know, a lot of young entrepreneurs will ask him like, Oh, I've got all these ideas. Like, how do you know which one? How do you know which one to follow? How do you know which way to go? Like, how do you know? Because everyone wants that direction. And his response was like, just pick one. Yep. Just pick one. Just pick one. And, and then go for that. it. And just do that. So it. it's, it's really about that. It's a decision-making framework and it's not a framework, but it's a, it's a model of decision-making where you make a decision and then you just see it through. It's the, it's the, there's a mindset practice that you need to take where you have to accept that you might not always make the right decision totally but that's not necessarily the point of the decision that you're making like you could be wrong but yeah. you've made the decision and you're seeing it through yeah look discipline doesn't mean that you just go pig headedly into something and put the blinkers on and if everything's going bad you just keep marching forward like that's mm -hmm. not discipline you know di dis discipline is knowing where you want to go and how you're going to get there and sticking to that and you know discipline also requires you to be able to uh, face the brutal facts and do a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not dogmatic as in like pick one thing and just even if you, even if it starts to, you know, destroy your financial, emotional, physical and economic stability, uh, just keep going anyway. And ha no, that sounds nuts. <laughs> that sounds nuts, right? Mm -hmm. But discipline is, uh, discipline is a little more than that. Let's say you pick an idea. Um, okay, cool. I'm going to go invest in property. Now, Sometimes real estate investments go good and sometimes they go bad. Sometimes the markets go up and sometimes markets go down. Um, sometimes the thing that you bought, actually you need to change strategies halfway through because it's not performing in the way you wanted it to. That's why we have value-add strategies in the Holy Trinity. Mm -hmm. now, oh, there's so many moving parts, right? So the discipline isn't buy any property. All right, I'm going to be a property investor. I'm going to buy any property and no matter what happens... I'm just gonna do that. Like mm -hmm. that's 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 nuts, right? Yep. But discipline is about understanding that okay, cool, I'm gonna go into this asset class. Here are the here are the bumper rails, things that could go wrong, things that could go right. How will I know if I'm on track? How will I make the right decisions around that? How can I stay focused? How can I play the long game? And how can I control my emotions? Because this is the thing, right? 
Discipline is about control. That's why we have disciplinary actions. Now, control, I'm a control freak and I, I'm proud of that. I want to control everything in my life. I lo- it's also funny because I really love spontaneity and change, right? <laughs> but I, no, but I really love control because, because if you can control your emotions and your thoughts, you're going to be able to make clearer decisions. Mm-hmm. But in order to be able to control your emotions, you have to have discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, as I say, look, it's impossible to have discipline in every area, every area of your life 100% of the time. It's, it's impossible. You look at Michael Jordan, you know, like he drank and he smoked cigars and he gambled. And there was areas that he was like, you know what, I'm not going to have any discipline there. Like, and that's okay. You just make those decisions. But the areas that you're most disciplined in will deliver you the best results every time. Mm. Every time. Think about that from a health perspective. If you are genuinely disciplined and you're like, okay, I am really disciplined about my uh, food intake, for example, not, not me, but I'm hypothetical, uh, and you are, I'm going to have a structured um, meal plan because this is why I'm going to do it. I understand what I'm trying to achieve and you have the discipline to stick to it, you will get the maximum return for that result. Now, if you're disciplined and that was like, I'm going to be really disciplined at eating three pizzas a day every day, the, your discipline will directly impact your results. If you said, I'm going to eat three pizzas a day and then I eat one pizza a week, well, you're not being very disciplined, so you're not actually going to get the result. Now, that might not be a result that you want. That's not the point. You're going to make it, you're going to make, discipline needs to be attached to purpose because discipline without purpose and focus and vision is going to, probably actually going to see you wrong. So it, it's, the, it's the throttle and the brake on everything you need. So if you can attach it to what you want to achieve and then apply discipline, that's when you're going to get the best return. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of where, so you, when you see people that seem to, you know, have it all and they seem to have achieved quite a lot of success in yep. various aspects of their life, do you think that's a correlating factor because they've got, because they value discipline? So like you might have a, a very healthy, a physically fit, healthy person who they start, decide to start a business and they might do really well. Obviously there's other factors that at play there, but do you think that their discipline that they have towards their body and towards their diet has helped them in another aspect? It's the only thing that got them to where they are. <laughs> like I can't say it any more, any more clearly. All right, mm. let's look at Jeff Bezos. Extremely disciplined with his business. Mm-hmm. Not very disciplined with his relationship, mm-hmm. right? His marriage broke down. Now, maybe it was a, maybe they're just... Maybe it's all good. I can tell you though, <laughs> if you have the discipline to work on anything, and then and if you value that high enough, and you have the discipline to stick to it, then you'll make that work, right? Mm-hmm. So if he was disciplined enough in his relationship, in in improving and discipline and improving his communication, whatever the car, I don't know what happened in his relationship. I'm not going to pretend to, right? But you can in, you can definitely imply that. You can go, okay, well that lacked discipline. Now you get people who make a lot of money and then lose a lot of money. Why? It's not because they don't know how to make money. They just weren't disciplined about how they were going to protect that money or how they were going to keep it. Mm. Anyone can make money. Most people just don't have the discipline to know what to do with it. Like, hey, hands up, guys. That's me too. I make really shit decisions. I'm not some like, I'm not some (laughs) perfect human being. But every bad decision I've ever made, ever, ever, has been a direct result of my uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. Every single one. 
Because sometimes you have this idea that comes in, like, oh, I'm going to do it. And you're like, I know that that's probably not a great idea, but I'm going to do it anyway, right? Because of lack of discipline. Hey, and some of the best stories in my life have come out of uh, the biggest errors of discipline, I guess, or, or lack of, you know, so, you know, some of the biggest and, and most colorful parts of my life, which I am delightfully proud of in my own way, have come as a result of either not exercising enough discipline or, well, usually not exercising enough discipline, in fact. Mm. I'm yet to have a, I'm yet to have a um, funny uh, barroom type story come out of a time when I practiced a lot of discipline. <laughs> 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 you know, and it's true. I've broken 35 bones. I deliberately like, went to that bar. <laughs> well, you know, but it's the same thing. Like, it, yeah. dis- discipline is the key to overcoming any obstacle or barrier or anything, including addiction. Mm. Right, which is a big one. Now, people might think I'm talking out of turn here, but I'm not. You, people get addicted to a lot of different things. They get addicted to ego. They get addicted to um, emotions. They get addicted to dopamine. Like people, mm. a lot of people are like, "Oh, why can't I stop using Facebook?" Dopamine. Mm. You're addicted to it. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why I need to keep eating chocolate. I'm addicted to chocolate. You know, you you just lack discipline. <laughs> That's it. Mm. Now. Sorry, it's it's just kind of it's choosing comfort over the short term pain, right? It's choose it's it's ignoring the first, second, third order consequences for mm. the benefit of could really use that chalky bow right now. Yeah, <laughs> like I I know where I'm going. I know I want to be you know hypothetically. I think I'm a healthy person, but my actions today might not actually correlate with that because I've chosen comfort today. Yeah, which is fine. Like last night we ordered takeaway and ice cream, sugar-free ice cream. <laughs> Why should, well, great, that's a great analogy. Why sugar-free ice cream? Because I'm, I'm disciplined in the fact that I don't eat sugar. But was I so disciplined that's in my eating patterns that I was like, I don't want ice cream? No, I was like a Friday night and I was like, you know what, let's get takeaway and let's get ice cream and sit on the couch and watch business YouTube. We did. <laughs> it was fun. That's actually a really good example because mm-hmm. you, think, you think about the way we eat. So we're, we're keto. Um, and we have been for what three three years or something. Yep. Um, every time I see my mum and she asks about how we're eating, and I'm, she's like, oh, "Are you still keto?" Like, yes, mum. Discipline. It's like, oh, you're so good. She's. It's always the you're so good. You're so disciplined. But like it's like it's some ominous mystery of like, how do you do it? How do you just stay with your diet? Because she thinks of it as a diet, but. It is that like, oh, you're so good that people seem so fascinated with discipline because most people find it so difficult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think just to kind of like loop this back into uh, investing because mm-hmm. this is, I think it's the core, I think it's the core underlying thing. Now, if you're just getting started investing or let's just say you're just hard. getting, let's just say you're just getting started and you're like, right, I, let's say you're, you are where, I was uh, a few years ago, right? So a few years ago, I was an alcoholic, drug addict, broke, <laughs> real catch, right? The only <laughs> thing that the only thing that uh, uh, you, know, you know never bought a property, you know, I was lost, right? So I, I like you. Still don't know why, but that's okay. <laughs> now the only thing that transitioned me from being 110 kilos. Fat, sweaty, overweight, broke, living on my office floor, 
uh, addicted to drugs, addicted to alcohol, addicted to sadness, addicted to the story I was telling myself, addicted to all of that kind of stuff. The only thing that changed me from then to me now was discipline. Now, if you are even a shadow of what I was a few years ago, um, then you, you start with discipline. So how do you how do you how do you start um, getting ready to invest in property? Well, you start by exercising financial discipline. You start by exercising the discipline to um, uh, to research. You you exercise the discipline to study because you're not going to wish your way there. Like mm. you could have a million vision boards. You could have all the vision boards in the world, and you could throw all your pennies into wishing wells, and you could dream it, believe it, and hope that it comes and law of attraction your way to nothing. Right, because without disciplined action, you're never going to get anywhere. Like it's it's just the brutal facts, and and I just I I I am at my heart, um, you know, a massive believer in metaphysics and transcendental psychology and a whole bunch of other stuff. But you would never ever 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 get anywhere without discipline. So if you're starting your journey, it's going to require discipline. But then let's say you start your property investing journey. Let's say. Let's say you bought your first property in January this year. Well, I guess you're going to have to be exercising a fair bit of discipline right now. Oh, my God, market's going to tank. Oh, my God, the media, blah, 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 blah. A lot of noise, a lot of pressure. Mm. Well, you got to exercise discipline. How do you know if you're doing a renovation on a project and you're like, but I really like the marble bench tops. I really want to put them. You're not going to live in it. It's a rental property, right? But I really like it. Looks good. I'd love that. But what happens if that's the decision between you overcapitalizing or undercapitalizing? Is it on budget? Is it not on budget? That decision, if you don't make it based on discipline, could cause the financial success or failure of that project. Right. So, so this it permeates all the way through. Holding, selling, selling for the right price. Do you want to sell a property? How much do you want to sell it for? Oh, but they negotiated really hard and I sold it for 10% less than I thought. Oh, and I made no money. Right? So, mm-hmm. so discipline, like I, I spoke to a guy yesterday um, uh, who's actually coming to work with us. And the reason he's coming to work with us, despite the fact that he's 40, um, he previously owned a real estate company. He, when he was in his 20s, he bought... Um, three or four positive cash flow properties. But when he was in his 20s, uh, everyone around him was telling him he was nuts because he wasn't negative gearing. Uh, And so he just got all this. He he knew he was on the right track and he bought four, right? Positive cash flow properties, right? And he was pumped. But because so many other people told him that he was an idiot, he ended up selling them all, right? Mm -hmm. And he said to me on the call yesterday, he said, if I had just had the discipline to keep those four properties, my life would be very different today and I would not be reaching out to you for help. No way. Yeah, so 20 years, 20 years ago. Mm. In fact, 24. He's 44 and we're going to help him to uh, retire by 50. That's our goal, right? Six years. Six years to financial freedom. That's, Done. The, that's the quest. Let's do it. Now, he's like, he's like if I just didn't have the discipline to be able to st- stay the course. If he had mm. done that, if he had done nothing else, if he had never bought another property, but if he'd just kept those properties, his life would be dramatically different. But he didn't have the discipline. Now, the, as a result, he then sold those properties, uh, whatever, probably, you know, sort of dabbled in business and did a few other things and whatever, and he's had life um, go on. Now, and then he thought, right, I better get back into the game. And so he bought a negatively geared apartment. 
which has gone down in value. Oof. And he bought a house that he could add a granny flat to. Cool. And then he did a big renovation and he overcapitalized because he didn't have the discipline. And so he, when he was on the call with him yesterday, he was like, he's like, Goose, I need help. Like I don't, if I'm left to my own devices, I don't have the discipline to, mm. to make the right decisions. Um, he's like, I know that if I try and do this myself, I'll make the same mistakes that I've made before. So I need to outsource some of that and I need help. All right now, cool. Good on him for reaching out for help, but also what a classic example of a lack of discipline in someone's journey and how that can completely change, change things around. Mm. Now, just imagine if he had done nothing else but for, and he had 24 years of compounding, 24 years of cash flow, 24 years of paying down the debt. Now, let's just play this out for a little second. If he had a cash flow positive property that was also on principal and interest and he had a 30-year loan term and that was over 24 years, he would almost, he would be very, very close to owning those properties debt-free and having 100% of the income. So the income goal that we're actually trying to achieve for him now, he probably would have achieved had he just kept those four properties and had the discipline to only do that. So this idea of discipline is, is not something to be scared of. It's something to be embraced. Mm, two things I want to touch on there. I want to go a bit deeper on. First is accountability. What role do you think accountability has or can play in someone's, someone's you know, practice of discipline or actually following through in developing their discipline? So like in that example, it sounded like now he's, he's realized that he needs external help to keep him on track where it sounds like earlier was actually account negative accountability from his peers that was keeping him accountable to the wrong thing. It's a good question. I think too much external accountability can put anyone wrong because, for example, let's just say um, you said to me, all right, I want to practice more discipline. Can you help me be more disciplined? Yep. And I was your discipline, you know, I think we've had crutch. that conversation before. Yeah. But if I was your discipline crutch, you would, if, if you didn't start to exercise real discipline in your own life, you would be using an external source as the reason for or for the success or failure of your discipline. Mm -hmm. Discipline's inside. So you can have an accountability partner uh, to say, look, are you doing this and to help you course correct? But really that, that accountability partner is about optics. Yeah. Right? It's about optics. Perspective. It's about perspective. It's not about um, responsibility. Now, in the case of this guy who's coming to work with this, it's a little different, right? It's a little different. He's just saying, look, I can't do this and I want you to go and do it for me and fantastic. And that's mm -hmm. great. Yep. And we get him the result. But if you want to exercise more discipline in your life, I think the worst thing you probably uh, do if you're trying to build up those muscles is to uh, try and put that responsibility on someone else. You know, there's difference between a there's a difference between a guide and a savior, mm -hmm. and a guide will help you stay on the right path, and a savior will try and carry you on the path, and ultimately you will not build up any fitness in any area of your life. And it ends up being a negative impact on everyone. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so the second point I wanted to talk about was desire. And yep. We've actually spoken about this in the last week. Is actually what sparked this idea for this podcast was it's almost you believe desire to be basically the enemy of discipline. And so, again, through that example, it sounds like their desire to 
do a massive renovation that might not have been financially viable was stronger than the clarity of black and white confront the brutal facts of the situation and then also the desire to be liked by peers and the desire to fit in almost can throw a lot of people like everything in the universe um everything exists in duality just in the same way that discipline will be the root cause of your success and also the root cause of your failures that is an absolute Mm. that is an absolute now desire is the enemy and the friend it's the enemy and the ally because without attaching discipline to desire you have no it has serves no function so for example uh, if you maybe desire a better life, let's just keep it pretty high level, desire a better life, financial freedom, all of that kind of stuff, you need to be able to attach discipline to that in mm. order to pull you towards that. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, desire can corrupt your discipline. So it's, it's, got, a, it's got a universal duality. Now, what I mean by that is if you if you let's just say you're addicted to heroin right and again i don't want to talk out of school here right and i'm not so i'm going to put this in context for people uh, to make it very 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 real when i was 14 i shattered my spine in a motorbike accident okay and i was on a lot of morphine painkillers in fact i was on more morphine than a terminal cancer patient that's how much i was on lots now, unbeknownst to me, because I was 14 and I was doing what the doctor told me to do, um, they accidentally kept me on a script for all of this morphine for, a, a, I can't remember, like four or five months longer than I should have been. The result of that was I became addicted to morphine. Now, I was faced with a distinct choice. Do I want that as to be a hallmark of my life or do I not? And how, what, how am I going to practice discipline in this? So I had, the way that I practiced discipline in that is I knew what I wanted was a, was a life that was better, right? And I had my own vision of who I wanted to be at that time and being, having, being a morphine addict was not a part of that vision. So I, I went to school every day. I set my parameters around how I'm going to practice discipline. I went to school every day. I attended every class and I, didn't, I, I, I was disciplined in maintaining my absolute daily schedule as though I was a high-functioning teenager achieving his goals i was actually running a business at the time when i was in high school all of that kind of stuff and i maintained the discipline to stick to every single one of those tasks despite despite the fact that i had withdrawal symptoms cold sweats shakes you know all of that stuff i I went to did it all i went cold turkey and went threw it all in the bin and said no i'm not going to do it i'm going to i this and that was probably the real start of my um my practice of discipline now so when i'm talking about that you've got to have a desire that's strong enough because it'd be very easy to be like oh seems hard oh maybe i'll try an easier way but for me that wasn't a choice and so if you have a desire that you want to focus on and if you know where you want to go discipline will be what gets you there and it can take you it can pull you out of some pretty serious shit right being 14 and addicted to morphine is not really somewhere that anyone wants to be. No, it's pretty gnarly. 
So I think that if you can practice discipline, you can literally transmute yourself from wherever you are to wherever you want to be as long as you can attach it to the right desire. Awesome. Do you think then if you didn't have a clear idea of where you were going and who you were becoming that that would have panned out very differently? Yep. I do, I do, I do, I do. And so here's the thing, right? Discipline without purpose is it doesn't serve a function. Hmm. It doesn't serve a function. Discipline without purpose does not serve a function. Now, you may be disciplined in the way you eat. You don't have to be keto. I don't care. But maybe you're like, I'm going to eat healthy and whatever that shape of that looks like for you. Why? Like, why? Like, why would you do that? Why is that something that you want to do? Right? It has to have a purpose in order to be able to attach to, to, to be attached to the discipline. And it's that purpose with that discipline that allows you to not eat not healthy or to at least take responsibility when you are really not healthy. Same thing goes for investing in real estate. Why? Like, why do you want to do that? Because I can tell you the people that fail at real estate are the people that don't have the discipline or attached to the, attached to the purpose. Oh, I'm going to buy in because I think it's a good idea because someone at a barbecue told me to do it. Oh my God, I'm not sure what's happening. I'm going to sell. Oops, I lost all my money. That's a, such a common story, right? That is such a common story. Now, it's the same thing that goes when... It's the same reason that 90% of people don't get past their investment properties is because they have some challenges, they get some bad advice, they don't really know what they're doing, they're not attached to a purpose and they don't have the discipline to see it through. And as a result, they buy one property and they get cold feet and they're like, I have no idea why I'm even doing this. The amount of people that I've spoken to, they say, I want to invest in real estate. And I'm like, great, why? And they're like, that's what you do, right? And I'm like, <laughs> There's a lot of things you could do. There really are. There's heaps. Mm. There's heaps. Why do you want to do this? Why, why is this a thing? Now, because without purpose, and a lot of people think that all of this like visions and goals and, and don't get me wrong, I said earlier, visions and goals won't get you to where you want to go. Fact. I've got a vision board. My, my wall right next to me, I've got a vision board, right? Great. That helps give me some idea, some focus and remind me why I'm practicing discipline. It's like a reminder note. It's like a sticky note. Hey, remember to take out the rubbish. Hey, remember not to be a fat shit. You know, that's, that's me. You know, I, I've lost 30 kilos. I don't want to go back. I don't want to put it back on. That requires discipline. That requires daily practice. That requires metrics. That requires, like, me to know why I want to do it. Why don't I want to put 30 kilos back on? really like who I was back then. I think I can do it better in my life. So discipline without, purchase, without purpose serves no function. Because mm, that's kind of like when you see people try and implement new habits or the whole you know, New Year's resolution thing. Yeah. It very rarely works out, most likely because they haven't actually attached it to that vision of who they are, right? And it doesn't, they feel like they're incongruent currently with like the action that they're trying to implement or the habit or the, just, just what they're trying to do now. Yeah. Would you, do you want to know the simple reason that, that the simple, simple reason that 90% of real estate investors don't get what the, I'm going to say fail, but fa the definition of failing that I, I'm going to attach to that is not achieving the outcomes that they wanted or expected, Right. Because if, if you don't, you may achieve an outcome, 
But if it's not the outcome that you wanted or expected or where you were trying to get to or, or whatever, like if you're not, if you're like, ah, well, I've got a property, right? That could be a thing. The reason that 90% of your property investors fail on their quest for a life of freedom, choice, and abundance, right? That's really the bright, that, when we get down to brass tacks, that's what people want. They want more prosperity. They want, they want choice and they want freedom. Freedom of choice and freedom of abundance and freedom of prosperity to have impact. That's what it's all about. I'm literally yet to find anyone that wants to invest that doesn't have their desire attached to one of those outcomes. Mm-hmm. Now, so how do you fail at property investing? Does it mean that you've lost heaps of money? Well, yeah, maybe. But also it could just be like if you just didn't really, if you just flatlined, that would also not be really getting you to where you want to go, right? Now, the reason 90% of property investors don't get to where they want to go, i.e. fail, and the reason 90% of businesses don't get to where they want to go, i.e. fail, is a lack of discipline. That's the reason. It could be lack of discipline in understanding the numbers. It could be a lack of discipline in staying the course. It could be a lack of discipline in showing up and doing the work. It could be whatever that may be. It's, it's, it's smack bang on that. Does that make sense? Mm, awesome, awesome. All right, we, we need to wrap it up in a minute. Um, but just before we do, if, if someone's listening and they're thinking, I need, to, I need to level up in my discipline, I'm getting a bit slack, um, I'm letting myself off the hook a bit too often, what are, some, what are some tactical daily things that people can kind of start to practice and start to be more aware of to help improve their discipline? <laughs> I, okay, let me just state this really clearly. You can have anything you want as long as you can decide what that is <laughs> right? please elaborate no you can no, no it doesn't need a little bit you can have whatever you want you can have whatever you want mm-hmm. you can have whatever you want as long as you have the ability to decide what that is you can't practice discipline without making a decision or a distinction about what you want okay so that's the first step decide what you want Decide, and that's it. Most people just don't do that. Like, it's the hardest thing in the world for most people. What do you want? Uh, What does it look like? Uh, What do you want? Decide what you want. Is it more money? Is it more time? Is it less weight? Is it a healthier life? Is it a better relationship? Is it more intellect? Is it what, what, what do you want? Just decide that first. That's the first step. I don't care what it is. Just decide what it is. If you want to eat a chocolate bar every day, if that's your big vision, if you want, great. Just decide. (laughs) Just decide. (laughs) And just do that. Because if that's what you want, then cool. And if it's not what you really want, then don't. That's simple. Now, once you've decided what you want, then you need to understand how do you know if you're achieving that? This is the thing. How do you know? So if I said um, um, that I wanted to, let's just say I want to lose, let's just say I want weight, health is an easy one, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say I want to lose two kilos in 30 days. Let's just say that's what I want. How will I know? Like how will I know if I've done that? Well, I have to be able to measure it. Mm. There has to be some way. I'm not just going to wake up one day and look in the mirror and go, hey, I reckon you've done it. Because it doesn't make sense. Like, how will you know? How will you know if you have achieved it? So, firstly, you've got to decide what it is you want. 
then you've got to understand how, ask the question, how will I know if I have achieved that? Okay, that's the second question. Then you need to ask yourself, is that still really what I want and why? So for example, you might go, well, I want to buy a house. Well, how will I know if I've achieved that? Well, I'll have a house. But is that still really what I want, just to have a house, just to have a house, any house, any, any a house? Well, you might actually go, well, I know I don't just want any house. I want a house that pays me money. You know, I want a house in a good area. I want a house that I can renovate, right? So decide what you want. You get really clear on it. Decide how you're going to measure if you've achieved it. Make sure that that is still strategically aligned with the goals that you want. Double check that you've got the right metrics, okay? So for example, I'm going to de deadlift 80 kilos. How will I know if I've achieved that and what do I need to do to be able to get there? And then you start to build out the steps. Okay? What do I want? How will I know if I've achieved it? And what do I need to do to get to that point? All right? And once you can work that out, then you can start to work out the timeline. So for example, if it's like, I want to start a billion, I want to own a billion dollar company. That's great. That's not going to happen next week, is it? Unless you're already at 999 million, 900, you know, like it's not going to happen. So you may go, okay, what do, you, what do I want? How, how will I know if I've achieved it? And what do I need to do to get it? And then you start to get your, then you start to get your discipline tasks. I've got stuff like, um, I don't, don't get me wrong, I, I suck at heaps of stuff, right? I'm like, I said, I was like, I, I want to read a book every week. I haven't read a book every week. I haven't because I've had to make value judgments about um, my time and my energy and a whole bunch of other stuff. So you need, to be able to, you need to be able to reassess along the path and go, is this still what I want? And am I taking the right actions? Because it's easy to go, I want to save $1,000. How will I know if I've saved $1,000? I'll have $1,000. What do I need to do it uh, to do to achieve that? Save $100 a day for 10 days. Uh, and then you might start saving $100 a day for 10 days. And then you might have to say no to going out for dinner with your partner. And you might have to question, like, is this still really what I want? It, I just, oh, shit. Is it still really what I want? Or do I value taking my partner out for dinner more than I value achieving that goal? And this is where the desire is the duality on decisions and discipline. I desire $1,000, I desire a happy relationship. Which desire is going to be stronger? And this is where discipline comes in because you need to, and I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, but you need to make a value judgment on that and weigh that decision. And it's going to be weighed on the scales of life. So you can either go, oh, well, it's actually more important for me to take my partner out for dinner than it is to save $1,000 in 10 days. Would it actually change my trajectory if it took me 11 days? Or alternatively, can I save more than $100 a day for every subsequent day to achieve that goal so I can still practice more discipline? So these are the decisions that you've got to make and you need to make them every day and you need to make them with distinction and purpose. Because I'll say it again, you can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want and everything that you have will be a result of your discipline. Everything that you are and everything that you will ever become and everything that ever shapes that any part of who you are will be a result of your discipline. So you can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want, my friends. 
You just need to decide. That's it. Amazing. This has been awesome. Well, I, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I'm slightly, I guess maybe a slightly different tangent to what we uh, often talk about, but it's something that I'm really passionate about because I, I truly believe that I truly believe that that wealth, holistic wealth, really does start on the inside. And I think that the more that we can help people to think better, the more that we can change society. So, yeah, I hope this has been impactful. Yeah, awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in, for spending this time with us. Um, Goose, we touched on your personal journey a little bit there. If you're interested to know more, we actually go deeper in your book. Yep. Um, which if you want to grab a copy, head to renegadespropertybook.com. Mm. Um, we're also about to do a training in our um, online community on the millionaire mindset, mm. which we're going to cover a lot of discipline and go a lot deeper in this, um, in that training. So if you're wanting to become a member, come and hang out with us. Uh, head to theinvestorlab.com.au slash join the community and jump on board. That's about it, Goose. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, guys. And yeah, if you, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye.